Come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and germs, to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast. Every Saturday night, the Freak Show happens right here on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, <laughs> Cast Roller, and other fine repositories of internet podcasts. Uh, you can also visit us online at SaturdayNightFreakShow.blogspot.com. If you go on there and you click one of our the links to the movies that we have under each movie that we review on this show, it gives us a little kickback if you buy the movie on Amazon. And we're trying to put together the funds to upgrade our audio equipment and get rid of the hum that you can hear right now. Um... Um, yeah, so we want to get home anyway. <laughs> is it the refrigerator? There is a refrigerator home, which may be accounting for some of this. I don't know. <laughs> That's our whole problem. So we're going to get. <laughs> we record this right next to a mini fridge. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's it. Well, it doesn't oh, run all shit. the time, though. Behind the hum curtain. keeps going. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if you can, if you like what you hear on this show, then, uh, you know. Please uh, buy one of the movies that we talk about, if you like them. Please. And it'll help us out. And uh, I just got to give a special shout-out to uh, longtime listener uh, Dom Cree. Dom, thank you. Dom made a donation to the show, and we will be putting that towards our... Uh, thank you, Dom. Thank you, sir. Yes, thank Appreciate you. Appreciate it. I'm sorry you, I said Wolf Cups. Merry so. Christmas. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Please accept my phone. Take it all back. I don't take it back. But I'm just sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry that you feel that way. Uh, you can also reach out to us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show and Twitter at Sat Freak Show. Uh, if you comment there about tonight's movie or any other movie, we'll probably read it on air during Igor's mailbag segment later in the show right before the wrap-ups. Housekeeping? That's that's housekeeping? Okay, so, (laughs) you are listening to the Internet Radio Superstars. I'm Colin. Travis. Sean. Jenny. Brett. And every week, one of us picks a movie, throws it out into the Thunderdome, and we watch it for your edification, and talk about it then, for your edification and listening entertainment. Tonight, Jenny picked the movie. Jenny, (laughs) what did we watch tonight? Home Alone. From the year... 1990, right? Directed by... Or is it 91? 90. 90, okay. Yep, you were correct. It's directed by Chris Columbus. Chris Columbus. Chris Columbus. What's he known for? Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, and, right. Well, um, he only did two only Harry did, Potters. Yeah, he did the first two. Yep. But he set right. the, you know, everybody's he Harry Potters the, look like his movie. He set exactly. that magical tone. No, <laughs> not not at all, actually. Oh, well, you know what I mean. Sure. Well, yeah, yeah. This cohesive universe. He designed, he so, yeah, designed the sets and he, he presented the whole universe. And on, he cast you know. it, so that's important. Yeah. True. I mean, they did uh, change the appearance of some characters, but I mean, we're not talking about Harry Potter, we're talking about Home Alone. Well, well, just before we get there, we got to go back and look at, uh, I'm curious how Chris Columbus got to the point where he got to make Home Alone, because Chris Columbus, I knew him as the guy who wrote Goonies and Gremlins, uh, Yep. and I want to say Battery's Not Included. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, totally schooled in I know, and right? directed uh, Adventures in Babysitting. Nice. Oh, there you go. And then I believe Home Alone. And then after that... 
Heartbreak Hotel. Yeah, what the... Home Alone 2. Mrs. Doubtfire. Ooh, Mrs. A classic. Yeah. Classic. A classic. Nine months. Only you? Stepmom. Bicentennial Man. Yeah. Bicentennial Man, then he goes into the Harry Potters. One and two. Bicentennial's pretty good. Rent. Right. I Love You, Beth Cooper. Right. Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Chris Columbus. Uh, and Pixels. This is later. And Pixels. Oh. Columbus. Wow. So <laughs> Home Alone yeah. is where it all Shutter started to go to shit. And he wrote, oh, Whoa. he wrote some bad shit. Uh, shut your fucking mouth, sir. <laughs> Christmas hey, with this the, is a family show. Holy cow. He wrote Christmas with the Cranks. Nine months. Wrote oh, Gremlins 2, the new batch. Characters good. on that one. So he's uh, a good writer. Yeah. <laughs> Gremlins, Young Sherlock Holmes. But he didn't the write this. Young Sherlock no. Holmes, that's right. No, yeah. this is a John Hughes movie. Yeah, Even John with Chris Hughes. Columbus behind the... Uh, Indeed. Or in the director's seat. This is a John Hughes movie. Yeah, John Hughes wrote this movie. And fun fact... Uh, fun after, fact. After, Jenny's fun fact. Yeah, Jenny's fun facts. After uh, John Hughes had done Uncle Buck, he wrote this movie with the intention, full intention of casting Macaulay Culkin as Kevin. He wrote this movie as Macaulay Culkin playing Kevin the entire time. So that was the inspiration. He worked with mm-hmm. the kid on Uncle Buck. And so did we determine if Macaulay Culkin had done My Girl uh, prior to I think so. He Uncle looks, Buck? He looks a lot younger than My Girl, I think. I Let's think it was before. Out. I think My Girl put him on the map. Yeah, because he's got to... Well, I don't want to ruin the movie. Okay, this is a spoiler podcast. For I mean, My Girl? Yeah, we <laughs> you want to ruin My Girl? Well, I movies. guess it was My so. Girl, Uncle Buck, and then Home Alone. But he has a memorable moment in My Girl. I don't recall his part in Uncle Buck. I want to say My Girl was after Home Alone. Yeah, My Girl seems was really? later. I, I, I want to say he was... So. A, yeah. I think so? I think Brent's so. Right. I, I think... Uh, yeah. That's all challenging. Well, yeah, we got to... Sean is playing Actor. the role of Captain Google. We haven't heard from Captain Google in a long time. Yeah. It's probably, you're probably right. The only reason I'm wondering is just because it's like a supporting part. But I guess he's yeah. the second lead, right? Uncle Buck. What is it? Jacob's Ladder. Oh, yeah. Home Alone. Only the Lonely. So he worked with him after Home Alone. Black or White. My Girl. So it's Home Alone, then My Girl. Okay. Then Home Alone 2. Then The Good Son the right good after son. Home Alone the 2. The Good Son. And then Party right Monster. After. And then, uh, not, yeah, <laughs> straight straight, he, straight to party monster. <laughs> the page like master, it. we can't forget the proto oh, yes. Yes. The proto, proto oh, Harry yes, Potter, the page Lloyd. master, yeah, page yeah. master, indeed. Man, Richie Rich, yeah, Richie how can we forget Rich. Richie Rich? Was yeah, page everybody forgotten. did forget Page master was animated, right? Some of it, part of it, he's like sucked into the fairy tale. Poor man's never ending story. Party Monster was after Richie Rich by about nine years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the washed up Macaulay Culkin kind of doing, because like, hey, I'm not a kid anymore and nobody wants to hire me. He's got the (laughs) Haley Joel Osment thing going. Well, Haley Joel Osment at least has a career now as like a comedic actor, right? Character actor. Yeah, Yeah, he kind of shows up every once in a while. You know when you're in the entourage? Well, when you're in the Entourage movie and you're not playing yourself, you know, you're kind of like, that's, you're, you're kind of washed up. <laughs> Whoa. Ooh, when, when you're playing a character in. Well, it's kind of unrecognizable. Well, yeah, nobody yeah. remembers him as he didn't a age Sixth well. Sense kid. Colin, you might like this. Well, uh, Chris Columbus that's... is an executive producer on The Witch coming out next year. Really? Yeah. Does so that mean shocking. he like paid? That means he probably found the movie and yeah, paid yeah, to get right. it. Yeah, he bought yeah. the movie, right? Or, or he yeah. showed it to the right people in order to get it, like right. distribution and shit like that. Huh. At one point, I thought he was attached to Fantastic Four. Like, 
Well, after the Roger Corman one, Marvel story. Had, or somebody had their Fox had the rights and wanted to make a Fantastic Four movie. It was going to be Chris Columbus, right? I think I heard about that. Yeah. yeah, Macaulay Culkin. I guess I mean it's interesting to look back at like his uh, career. I mean, you have these kids, right? Who kind of they, you know, there's the Dakota Fannings, uh, the Haley Joel Osment, mm-hmm. the kid from Jerry Maguire, Harriet the Spy. <laughs> oh yeah, Michelle Trachtenberg. Yeah, yeah, Michelle Trachtenberg. She did yeah. some stuff. She was pretty young when she started. She did, and she was a oh, uh, pretty. Annabelle, or what's is it? Annabelle Breslin is that her name? Abigail Breslin. Abigail. Abigail. Yes. Abigail. Yeah. Thank well, you. She's still working. She yeah, is. Right. Oh, she's, she is. She's but screen, she started uh, in science. Science. She screen was really queens? young in science. Yeah, she's in screen she's queens. In screen she's queens. In did a movie with Schwarzenegger, Maggie, no. the girl oh, right. from Doubtfire, and uh, she was the lead in Danny DeVito's movie uh, Matilda. Matilda. Yeah, All right, she yeah, fell yeah. off the face of the planet. Yeah, she, she was a child actor. Movies, and then she's yeah, she's like, I'm she's, done with this. She was like, I'm over it. Done. So, Jenny, why did you pick this movie? Well, oh. it's Christmas time, and this is my yeah. my personal favorite Christmas movie. You got a reef on your fucking jacket? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> is that just what you pin on your fucking jacket? <laughs> I have it on that all year long. What are you talking about? <laughs> just have a wreath. Yes, it's Christmas time. Yes, so that's why I picked this movie. That's a good Christmas movie. Is I don't it, really, it really like is. seasonable, seasonable, <laughs> seasonal movies. Seasonal movies I mean, this... a few weeks ago I ripped on Critters too for being an Easter movie, right? But this is a good Christmas movie, though. It's a good like, Christmas it kind of gets movie. me in the Christmas it, mode. It like I don't know. It slams you with Christmas visual, but it's not so. I don't know. It's not so, so Colin, Christmassy Christmas, but kind of beat Colin, Colin in the head. Well, yeah, Christmas. Colin well, you know, just doesn't like red and green it. or something. No, no, no. If it was Dario Argento, right? Red and green, this all is not blood. Brilliant. Yeah, but where, where'd you get the <laughs> if it's red and not blood, I, I don't like it. I didn't it. like it. That was one of the things you kept that, mentioning it. I know so because I was, sarcastic. I was, I was hyper aware. Your stoic face. I wasn't engaged by other things, so I was paying a lot of attention to the production design. But yeah, like everything in this movie. Is some shade of red and green, like in every goddamn. We were talking about the pots and pans. (laughs) Uh, These people are so fucking rich. Their white privilege is seasonal (laughs) pots and pans. uh, True. Yeah, they uh, seasonal pots. Could you imagine? (laughs) I mean, bring out the fall wear. Oh, you're saying oh, for the course. characters. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm yeah, sure. But yeah, but I mean, just from like a production design standpoint, it's like, we're making a Christmas movie. Yeah, somebody what makes it so, subliminally feel like a Red like Christmas? Green. Red and green. It, it works. Everywhere. I think it does. I mean, I think oh, sure. it, it's one of those things where, I mean, it's, it's overpowering. In everything. I didn't notice that before. It's been 20, what did we say? 30 years? 25. 25 years since, since release to now, and it Colin seems like has uh, anything outside of his house is like a fucking Santa's village. Because when he goes to the <laughs> store, <laughs> it looks like that store only sells like Christmas stuff. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. know what that store is. Yeah. <laughs> and Christmas I'm also, and like, at what t- and like, what era does that store exist, right? They live in Chicago. I really like rich part of Chicago or something. But that store is like mom, pa, like, Aaron? All these toothbrushes, it's like, it was a real, it's like a mom and pop. Yeah, like, it's definitely like a neighborhood yeah. grocery store. Right. Very yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah, but it was all over Chicago. Because Chicago's like, you know, neighborhoods. Chicago. Little neighborhoods that have like everything that's self contained. Yeah. Yeah. You move on to the next neighborhood. Very much. It's not like thing. downtown Chicago. I mean, they're obviously, what are they, at least what? like a half hour, 40 minutes away from O'Hare. Yeah, of like course, O'Hare is like not a neighborhood. Downtown, but yeah, they're, they're, not, they're far. 
far enough away from downtown for it not to be like a city dwelling. Um, I like how the, 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 like when Kevin wakes up in the morning after they've left him, the, like that house was a madhouse the night before, and then the whole house is like spotless, spotless. clean. Well, like, it is when, when the parents come home again at the end, spoilers, when they come home and find their kid again. Uh, the house is like immaculate. Everything's all uh, yeah. he's been clean. cleaning and doing laundry, Colin. I, like grocery <laughs> shopping. They, uh, yeah, they do a good job showing like why they would leave a kid. You know, it seems like well, that's a little far fetched. You'd leave a kid behind. But right. I think they yeah. do a good job they, showing like you know a even a house full of like fifteen people or right so. craziness. And, yeah, and just people fucking running around. Well, even as much when they get to the, the airport. One e- the one niece she had one job was to count the kids. Yeah, and she didn't look. The fucking neighbor, no, the neighbor, the neighbor kid, kid got there. in there yeah, wearing he was that in hat. the van, and she thought it was Kevin because she didn't look at his. Yeah, face. you don't look at even as much when they get to the airport. The parents all go Dude. to first class, so they're not yeah. sitting there looking around with their kids. And, and that everything. makes sense too, right? Right, yeah. I like that's that the same. They, they went that like, far. Oh, you feel shitty I to mean, make it believable in that one line. And we can't forget about like that night before they throw away Kevin's passport and his ticket. Yeah, yeah. When when the milk spills on it, right? I just got to. It's almost contrived, you know. Like we're they're gonna forget this kid every like do everything. Children, do children get passports? Though? I feel mm-hmm. like do they? Yeah. Oh yeah, babies really? and all. Well, they have to really? if they're gonna. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, I thought you just used ID man, ID fingerprint and everything. Who are you? On the grid. Well, I got papers. Yeah, but man, oh yeah, I thought that worked. I mean, no it's ticket. contrived as hell. Yes, but yeah. I mean to to explain what how this kid would be left behind. It's just once you get to you know the parents get to Paris. Then it becomes like even you know like the contrivances just kind of keep piling up. We can't call the house Anybody. because the phone lines are down. Nobody on the streets home. <laughs> nobody. Right. nobody. 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 Everybody goes nobody. on vacation for Christmas. Yeah, I mean Everybody. it's, but I mean reality is suspended, right? I mean it's about yes. a kid home alone. It is like it's a fantasy uh, film made for probably eight to twelve-year-old right. kids. But I can imagine a neighborhood where most people go on vacation at the same time. Right, because they're all rich. They all go they're all off fucking rich. to their they're all, you know, winter Oh, homes. we're going to Paris. Where are you summering? You know, and all that shit. Right. But also, like, the seemingly small-town police station... Like the way you know, it seems like it's these are sleepy, local and this thing cops. doesn't happen. Like it doesn't crime happen. doesn't happen a lot in these places. But also, they're like not thrown by the fact that this lady's calling about her son, you know, being home alone. They're just like, yeah, we'll pass you back to the, you know, to uh, the police station. It bounces back between them. And so they have a well, emergency. Yeah. Well, because I think they get a lot of crazy. They're like, oh, okay, ma'am, what do you want? And so they bounce it back and forth. Yeah, we got a hyper on too. Yeah. I can understand. And they realize that. the easy solution is just to send a patrol officer out who's going to be out anyway and just be like hey can you just swing by this house just yeah. to appease this woman who's crazy who's obviously yeah, I mean, crazy even that conversation that she has is contrived in a way that she doesn't actually give the information that you need Yeah, right mm-hmm. she's just a, right. my son is home alone you know or whatever she just keeps right. saying all this stuff and it's like but you're not actually saying that I'm in Paris Yeah, I left we my left kid you need to go over there and look and she check. She said she's calling oh, for Paris. We're, she, we're not even talking but about. But there's an she element is. missing. It's fucking uh, the Catherine O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara. Yeah, I can't remember. She was Saturday Night Live. Dude, well, she, no, she was CTV, right? I think so. Christopher Guest. Yeah, Christopher she Guest movie. Christopher yeah. Guest movie. Yeah, but not yeah. before this, right? Like Beetlejuice. I think yeah. during. Oh, during, waiting yeah. for what? Like waiting for Gus. Waiting for Gus was before this. I don't think she was. I don't think she was the Spinal Tap. Yeah, Beetlejuice. Yeah. Hey. 
She was a uh, name before this, for sure. Oh, yeah, she's a great. comedian, of course. Yeah, she's yeah. one of the best female comedians of all time, for sure. Of all time. Yeah, I of would say time. so. She's awesome. That's why she's, like, basically the star of this movie, right? Yeah. I mean, she's, she's, she's a beach, eight yeah. year old boy. She's the star of the movie. She's yeah. a hoity toity I mean, bitch she, in this movie, and she pulls it off. I mean, she has a <laughs> she husband, does. but he's only in, like, four scenes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he only, like, has a little information here and there. And it but, follows yeah. her more than it's any just, of the other adults. You know, yeah, you what go. What are you talking? Are you forgetting about Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern? Joe I'm talking Pesci. about the parent. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. Okay. I was yeah. going to say, so we're on the, on the, you What do you think I'm funny? Well, no, we're like, no, it's no, more down. No, yeah, like, Lethal Weapon 2, Joe Pesci's like, okay, 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 okay. They're the burglars. They're not adults, per se. They're the stars. Yeah, they're the stars. I bet they were second and third build. Well, because if you're a criminal, well, that must mean that you have the intellectual, like, you know, capacity of, of a child. child. Yes, and, and they, that's why Marv, especially. Matched, but they, know? I mean, they climb out on the roof on the fucking <clears throat> rope. Like they have the mental capacity of children. Well, you're smart enough to dress John up a cop as a cop and right. like, get into their house in the first place, which is a good like, idea. Yeah, that's a pretty good idea. Staking yeah, check, out, just being yeah, like, get oh, all the information, just, you know, checking out the neighborhoods and. Making sure people are following the proper precautions. Okay, so with this movie though, like they're they're scoping out these houses. Like Joe Pesci is posing as a cop at the beginning of this movie in the McAllister house. Academy Award winner Joe Pesci. Let's preface that. Let's preface that. Um, I gotta go into what he did before this. After to try and uh, figure out, you know, if the family's gonna be home for the holidays, what their schedule's gonna be, blah blah blah. And I'm sure this isn't the only house that he's done this to. And coincidentally, everyone on this block is out of town for the holidays. So they're going around the neighborhood, robbing these houses. They only show uh, him robbing one other house. But when they're talking about these houses, there's a scene where they're sitting there and Joe Pesci's timing the lights, like counting down when the lights are going to turn on in each house where everyone's... You know, all the houses he's been. And, like, it's just so funny to me because they're robbing these houses, but they're so focused. The grown-ass men, they're so focused on toys. Like, Joe Pesci's like, we could get stereos, VCRs, and Daniel Stern's like, toys. And then when you see him, like, robbing the house, Daniel Stern's acting like a fucking idiot with a scuba mask on, just using his crowbar. Like, scooping shit into a garbage bag. And Joe Pesci's just playing with fucking toys under the Christmas tree. What is the Think fuck? Think of is, who the audience like, I mean, if they, if they well, were grown-ups. Colin, it's funny, though. <laughs> Colin, no, that is funny. They, they write it that way. I don't See, I don't know if that's supposed to be funny or if that's just supposed to be... I suppose it's funny if if an adult's looking at it going like... Well, I mean... But, I mean, it's written that way because Colin, the kid you're an adult, who's watching it... No, I'm totally seeing it as like what what they were doing, right? Was that they were writing this so a kid could understand it? A kid, but I still think they're going to after stocks and barabons or whatever. They're still going to sell they the toys. toys. I don't think they're like just want to play with the toys. They're thieves. They it's Christmas time. They're going to sell the toys. Well, I know they're going to sell the toys, but it's like no, I I know they're going to sell the toys, but it seems like that's like more emphasis over like jewelry or anything else in that house that could be valuable. It's the toys. Kids don't understand the value of that stuff. Back when you could sell stuff that fell off the truck. Is there a market though for like a snorkel and a 
goggles. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. they just want to play. They're like mischievous kids who just want to play. <laughs> they're, they're, they're the worst. They're the store. worst burglars <laughs> of all time because I want to say that they're on that street for three fucking days. Three fucking days in broad daylight. Yes, I know we've established that nobody's no there. there, and they're going to each house every night. Right? Yeah, every well, you night don't want to do But they really want to get o'clock. the uh, what? What does he call it? This, his silver uh, silver tuna. Yes. Yeah, well, that's right? I, is that like a silver term? Tuna? Like, like a, you know, like that's, that's the the, the cream of the crop, the silver oh, sure, tuna. I guess. I I, that's what I took it as yeah, I mean, for sure. But yeah, they, they definitely. That's the house, Mom. They did the have a lot of silver in the house. And gold, gold, it's and gold flatware and shit. It's yeah, like, damn, gold teeth. Affluent as fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very affluent. Yes. Well, we were assuming that they probably, you know, changed out the wallpaper just for Christmas. And I'm assuming they did. Thanksgiving yeah. and <laughs> yes, yes. So yes. Valentine's Day is coming around. Hearts they, all yeah. over the fucking oh, yeah. place. That's <laughs> don't even have to change the red that much. The yeah. They probably keep most of Christmas up till fucking Valentine's Day just because of the red. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they're, they're, they're well-to-do. Yes. Mid- upper middle class. Yeah, upper. and uh, as Buzz describes it, it's the most boring neighborhood on the face of the planet. Nothing ever happens there. Who's Buzz? Buzz is... Kevin's uh, older brother. Kevin's older brother. Um, is he, the one who said, oldest, "If you right? were growing on my ass, I still wouldn't want you in the same room with me." Right. I wouldn't take you. Yeah. I would have let you sleep, sleep in my room, in my room if, you were growing, if you were growing on, on my ass. ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, because I mean, he's designed to just say like disgusting things, right? He's yeah. just like right. someone's gonna have to barf it up because you know we it's ate it. gone. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's he is the stereotypical bully, the bully, bully big brother. brother. Yeah, That's yeah, it. it's funny, and I think. Uh, from an affair that Mrs. Uh, <laughs> what are yeah. the last names? McAllister. Yeah, yeah McAllister. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, the he's just like fat blonde. redhead kid yeah. or whatever. Well, how do we? That was his older it's brother. His brother. Oh yeah, it's yeah. definitely it's his him older brother. Fuck, were all these other kids? I know well, there was an aunt and uncle, all cousins. They yeah. all met brother. at the house. Then they're flying to Paris. Okay, so you got you got. Okay, I got. This. Oh my god! <laughs> oh shit! She's got the this. she's got the family tree. She's gonna name them. She's gonna do it. We do have an hour. I'm not here. gonna <laughs> name them all off, okay? Okay, so you know, Uncle Frank was there with his wife, the fucking cheap guy. Yeah, yeah, he's got a few good okay, jokes. So he does. The McAllister kids are it's uh, Buzz, then the redhead kid, the redhead kid, he's the like, only one with the glasses. Pete, 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 Pete from Pete, Pete, the adventures of Pete and Pete. Which one was Pete? Oh. He was the red. He's the, like oh, tall, lanky redhead. The, redhead, the right. guy. The first guy he goes. Asked, Kevin was asking like, him how to pack a suitcase. suitcase right? I don't know how to pack oh, a okay, suitcase. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Okay, gotcha. Okay, he was so, in that one scene. You're a disease, Kevin. You're such a yeah, right. Kevin. Yeah. You're such a disease. That's well, I right. Guess we'll, and then <clears throat> Megan. Whoa! Well, the whole. That's more names than I knew. <laughs> okay. Look, there's like three girls, three guys. Studied the fucking okay. cast list. No, they're okay. There's two older brothers. Kevin has. Wait, no. Let's not let her talk more. Sorry. <laughs> How many okay. McAllisters are there? There are five children in the McAllister family. Okay, there's 15 people in the house. Okay, there's... No, wait, wait, I'm just asking. Holy there's 15 fuck. total people in the house? <laughs> right, four adults. Oh. Okay. So, <laughs> 11 kids. We just five. lost everyone. <laughs> 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 the we sat around for right. Superman for three right. hours, all right? Um, okay, long story short, Uncle Frank and... His wife have a lot of uh, they have a lot more kids I than McAllister. Guess. Jesus yeah, God. because the no, no, only because no, nobody's home. They're my 
parents are in Paris. Yeah, my only the one daughters, or the one girl, the the tall one that looks like Amy McDowell, their brother, kinda, like, yeah. with Paris. the long dark curly hair. She's yeah. It's too. Her her dad is, is so the one that lives in Paris. <laughs> okay, no, just, there's fifteen how? people. Okay, let's just fucking leave it. There's a bunch of girls and no, a bunch of no, guys. No, the more we go into it, the funnier it gets. <laughs> no, just, let's yeah, keep, keep it going. Is, it is important though because there it is. It's uh, two sets of seven people, seven member families. There's five kids on each side. There's two parents for each family. And then the girl, that her parents are in Paris. Well, no, he's Brent just saying the joke from the movie. That's the joke. <laughs> two drivers and a partridge and a pear tree. Yeah. Wow. It, it, all, it all checks out. It all checks out. <laughs> it has to. <laughs> there's a bi- there's a home alone bipole that oh, sure. the, uh, you get it were. if you buy the uh, complete five film set. <laughs> So did the, did the girl, did she stay in Paris with her parents? I think so. Was she like a foreign exchange student? Why was she there in the first place? Because her parents moved there from like the Chicago area. They got transferred because of their job. Yeah. his. Oh, and she stayed to go to school. She stayed there to go to school, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Little bits you got to grab as they talk. If we were guessing, <laughs> what, yeah. what is the job of the parents, the McAllisters? I would say stats. Accountants. Yeah. yeah, inheritance. I don't know. <laughs> I'm in accounting. I don't make that much money. Well, you've seen You're Home Alone too. What What do they say there? Never mentioned it. Uh, no. uh, it's hard to remember. Yeah, it's not, not important, really. right? Because yeah, it doesn't matter. What all it's about is this They're fucking. Why did we just spend five minutes on it? Well, to do. Alone in the house. Gold tuna. Gold tuna. That's silver. That's all we know. Silver tuna. Gold tuna. It's actually. It's like it's an after-school special, isn't it? Like what? Don't the idea. Pay attention. Yeah, you gotta like love your family because they may be gone one day. Won't you feel bad? So he has to learn to love his family through them being absent. And then we throw in like forty minutes of stuntmen getting. The shit beat yeah, out of Yeah, it's them. the ghosts of Christmas whatever showing Kevin what would happen if his family wasn't around. He would just get robbed and terrorized. It's teaching him a lesson. I'm, I'm, I was going I with your thing. Were, I was joking. <laughs> I was going, I was, I was <laughs> okay. going with your... It's like, a, it's a, no, I was going with your thing that you said. I mean, he is going through frightening shit. Think about it. Like, I mean, for those, like, two or three days, there are, like, random dudes, like, jiggling the handles, looking in the window. I mean, imagine you're an eight-year-old boy, and there's, like... People looking in on you, you know, and you're home alone, right? You don't have your protective, like... Well, I think well, maybe, I'd be scared he, as an adult. Yeah, the yeah. audience, I think, maybe sees <laughs> that as might, maybe frightening, but this kid is, like, completely prepared no, for all he, is oh, no, he has frightened. to learn, though. He's, yeah. he's, he's yeah, frightened, he, but he's smart enough to turn on all the lights. Well, when like, he, like, calls know, out to his dad, see, it even, like, teaches you, like, hey, what to do if, like, yeah. a stranger whatever be like, hey, dad, you know, as if, like, you know... Call out to a friend or call out to the teachers. You the buddy system. Yeah, it's like I like uh, school. <laughs> I think a lot of movies have a lot of fucking. I would say like bullshit meanings, and I think this is one of those movies that, to me, has at least something that you don't see copied over and over and over and over and over and over again. Just the way they tell the story, right? About how you feel underappreciated and how just, I guess. uh familiarity breeds a uh, contempt yeah you know so oh i hate my parents i hate blah 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 then yeah so you brought up a good point like uh during the movie like when um who was oh when the old man was looking at kevin that's from his perspective so do you think that the whole first he's being judged by or you know it's the big scary world right this is okay a john hughes movie right is 
I mean, fuck, I like lost my. Uh, Wait, a John well, Hughes like, kid movie? Like, well, like a Curly Sue me, and John uh, Hughes Dutch movies or whatever? Or we have that, like, Ferris Bueller. They have all of them, right? They have kind of a cartoony. I, don't, I mean, they're they're not they're not unrealistic, but in editing, he plays with shit, right? He plays with people's yeah. inner thoughts or just how they view things are very right. loose because it's part of the comedy. It's part of the quirkiness. Right. I think of a John yeah. Hughes movie, so. Yeah, when his family gets mad at him, you know, yeah, everybody stops and they're all fucking staring him down. But that's right. just but that's the kid's perspective the because yeah, yes. he caused this like mess. This you yes, know, this and spill how or you whatever. feel like everyone's looking at you and judging you, and like it, he's visually showing that through Kevin's well, he, perspective. Yeah, it's it's he's projecting their yes. uh yeah. fucking yes. Uh, I think that's a good point because like whatever. all the, the response, yes. yeah, all the many many several several times I've seen this movie like. You know, and I even pointed it out when they're all just silent and staring at him like, this would never happen in a family function with 15 fucking people. Look what you did, you little jerk. Yeah. (laughs) But that's a good point, though. And and probably the same, like, when you summon the old man that's just salting the sidewalks, he's just being sweet, insulting the sidewalks in the neighborhood, and he looks at him like that, it's probably not that intense. But I tell you what, man. perspective. That's like one of the good... Acting uh, parts that the older brother yes. Butch, that's his name, Buzz, 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 Buzz. <laughs> fucking shit, Buzz, Butch, yeah, what is this, the Bermuda's, Bermuda's, but man, when he tells that story, and he goes, they never found the bodies, I mean, yeah. just yeah. the way that inflection in his voice yeah, it's, it's his inflection, the way he <laughs> says it, he does, he tells he a good scary that, story, you see that old man shoveling the sidewalks, it would have, like, his character would have been he uses the salt to turn the bodies to mummies. That's a fucking mummy. Well, it makes me mad that this movie doesn't like tell you like, well, why does the town think? I mean, just because he got in a fight with his like son, and like they, so the rest of the town thinks he killed his. You know, well, it's just weird that they that he acknowledges well, that there's stuff going around about me. So people the town actually me. does. It's not just Buzz making this shit up. Apparently, no, it kids. is like uh, I don't think it's the town. I think it's the kids making up stories maybe. about him I because think so. they're freaked out he, by him. Yeah. I don't think it's, it's and the kids rumors from adults. I think tell like that's the, the old man. He kills people, and you know that should kiss around. His family. We don't it's, ever it's, see it's his son anymore. Like the. When he does talk to the old man, he's like, "There's a lot of stuff going on, going around about me. Like, where is he hearing it from? Well, he must be overhearing the kids. He's yeah, because he did see them like yeah. in the window staring at, <laughs> like just gawking at. Right. Yeah, kids in the basement. Then Kevin just fucking like outright screaming in his face. Yeah, yeah. Upset, yeah. Like, his most endearing trait: that cute little fucking <laughs> rascal. <laughs> Wandering up to the camera and screaming right in our faces, <laughs> over. And, and if you over. didn't get it the first time, oh, look at the cover again. It's on the cover. It's on the cover. Yeah, look, cover. Yeah. look how look adorable God. he is, look that it. little monster. Do you know how much money those two hands and those cheeks made him? Oh yeah, it got him the attention of Michael Jackson. I'm sure he's forever happy yeah. about that. Oh, I'm sure. It's <laughs> like, yeah, you scream pretty good. That's a completely different topic. Or and look at him now. Podcast. Oh, oh, he's calling. Oh. Yeah. And and it's not the old man. It's the great Robert's Blossom. He's the guy who sold Arnie Christine, for Christ's sakes. Mm. Nobody's good. Mm-hmm. Right. And Christine. Mm-hmm. And I read the book. I, he's, <laughs> he's also, uh, he did a great movie you should check out. He played an Ed Gein uh, like, he? ripoff. He? It was called Deranged. Oh, no shit. You haven't lived until you've seen the old guy from, Ru- from Home Alone eating a woman's brain out of her skull. 
I want to see that movie. Yeah. All the, the rumors 80s, are true. 70s, 1970s. <laughs> They're true. Right, it's a prequel to Home Alone. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. He does eat people. The story. <laughs> you thought was Robert's a lie. Awesome. I thought the, I thought Buzz was going to say that he was salting the sidewalks with like their bones or something, something or other, or the body, yeah, the the ground up bodies of his victims. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's just trying to be nice. <laughs> oh, Pete! Oh, poor Pete! Or no, that was a that was, that was the, the cousin. cousin. Yeah, yeah, the Jewish cousin. Yeah. Did this start the whole uh, Colkin family into acting? Because there's a bunch yeah, of them now. Yeah, it's got Rory in it, too. Is, is, is that one Rory? The, the yeah. glasses, right? Yeah. He's or not Rory. It's, it's, it's a Kieran. different one. It's Kieran. Yeah, I was going to say, this is another no, one. No, Rory's the one that's in Scream 4, so he's the third one. Kieran's the one that's yeah. younger than McCall. He's this. Rory's the science kid. Yeah. Yeah, Rory's the one that's in science. Kieran, he did this. He did the Home Alones, and then he was in She's All That. I don't how many home loans are there? Oh, Kieran's also five. in uh, Scott Pilgrim there vs. the World. Are you fucking yeah. serious? <laughs> There are, there are five Home Alone movies. Only two. French Stewart. How dare you? French Stewart made his comeback two. in part five. All right. I'm sorry. I am actually like. I, honestly, I just found this out yeah. tonight as well. I, I thought there was there maybe just, three. There's five. only four. But oh, there wow. are five. There's only two in any of our books here. So. Yeah. There's two yeah. that went to theaters. Yeah. I, I think I remember at least one being in Part on three's video. got Scarlett Johansson in it. Yeah. It does. Or is it Scarlett? Yeah, it is. It's Scarlet. a young Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Well, they kept this thing going for they five did. movies. And now anytime anybody like uh, breaks into a house and somebody's ready for them and plants booby traps, it's like yeah. you always oh, yeah. hear a reference back to Home Alone. Well, I was watching this thinking, can they make this movie today? I guess if there's five, they have. It's called it You're Next. Yeah, but with <laughs> no. adults, you know. I mean, but like this kid running around with a gun. Like strapped to him. We talk about Jesus is in this movie. It's totally offensive. <laughs> they would not make this movie. No. It's too religious. It's too fucking religious. They're in a church for more than two minutes. Oh my this god! Get rid of it. Never happened. Yeah, he I mean, looks at the picture of Buzz's girlfriend and says like, oh, well, <laughs> "Buzz, you your girlfriend." Did you guys know? Do the little rude kid, man. Like the Bart. Yeah, Sultan. that's wonderful. Buzz, the picture of Buzz's girlfriend is actually a boy. Is it? Yeah, because John Hughes said that he he didn't want to have any girl like the shame of. I can him. imagine. He'd be calling yeah, her ugly. Wow. Yeah, yeah it was like, you want to be cast as the ugly fat chick? We yeah. laugh at it, well, you know. Yes, yeah, so I always think about that when I watch a movie. It's like, man, we are meant to laugh at this poor person, right? Yeah. And they're getting paid. It's like a freak show. Yeah, but all they are is fat, you know, or, yeah, or yeah. whatever, right? They're but not, you know what? They're getting they're laughing all the way to the bank. That's funny. Like, like I, I think know. about he would think they're probably extra. They probably get like fucking fifteen bucks and what about the kid from Bad Santa? Right? I mean, that kid, like he. He made probably, I don't know, maybe scale, but still. Probably. I mean, he made a bunch of money just to sit there with a snotty nose. What about the fat dead guy in Seven? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they talk about him like a man who, if you saw him on the street, you he would buy it or whatever. Like, Was he real? I think that was a, yeah. a guy, yeah. yeah. No, was an actual actor. Really? Maybe okay. in a fat suit. I don't know. I hope, yeah. I hope he was. I thought Vomit it was just a thing. Side no, I think it was an actor. <laughs> From the commentaries, I yeah. think they mentioned something. Well, if you're I'm that, pretty big, sure you that was your makeup. Though, right? There's, there's no like, there's no misconception. Those are the you parts call these people innocent. And keep a straight face. The fat bastard. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'd take it if I was getting paid for being fat. I would eat and eat and eat. Yeah. Hey, that's, I'm just saying. <laughs> 
Well, the first okay, so the first half of the first half of this movie <clears throat> is then dealing with the kid being alone and the circling, you know, burglars, the sharks closing in on mm-hmm. his position. Eventually, and, figuring out that he is actually home alone. Right. Well, he gets to do all the stuff that you know. Well, he's clever at you know, kind of trying to divert them away. Yeah. <laughs> Using the movie by having like the party, the yeah, party, the party. The party. which so looks so realistic from the front. Well, for so. sure, you know it's all silhouettes. <laughs> to a bunch of idiot like criminals. <laughs> we were talking outside that hey, this was this is like the yeah, young like Ferris the Bueller, right? Ferris Bueller used the mannequin in the bed, right, with the yeah. string. I mean, that's <clears throat> that's what John Hughes does. Yeah. Those people use puppet like yeah. marionette, yeah. life size yeah. marionettes to fucking fool. <laughs> People in the house. I like though, like the these, they're they're the criminals are the robbers are fooled by like like the party scene, but or like the playing the you know the, the movie, tape, yeah, which is a fake movie by the way. I think we all know that. Yeah, what was it uh, called? The, Angels, you know, Angels uh, of uh, uh, Dirty Souls. Or yeah, Angels with Dirty with Souls. Dirty yeah. Souls yeah. yeah, God, I, I wish that existed. They shot that for this movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. It, 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 it is wonderful. good. It is I was good. wondering that, too, because in the second one, they extend it, and there's more. It's a different movie, technically, with the same is character. It? I thought it was the same movie, just with they showed I think it's, a I think different it's a diff- scene. I think, I think it's, it's a sequel, or I think it's, like it's a, Right, like, there's a continuation, like, oh, they no, follow I this think character. It is. I think you're right. I think it's Angels of Dirty Souls 2. Oh, is it? I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like right. they follow this character, and it's a continuation. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, okay. Yeah, I think you're right. Anyway, carry on. Well, then, like, the idea that... When the, what tips him off that he's home alone is that this kid in the middle of the day walks outside and chops down a evergreen tree or half of an evergreen tree and drags him back inside. They're like, "Wait a second, he doesn't have parents here." Like, but you just last night you were you thought there was a party and before that you heard some. And one of them know, blew the other guy away. Yeah, some some deal go snake, bad snakes. in the kitchen. I don't know no snakes. <laughs> like you were fooled by that, but seeing the kid outside alone. <laughs> During the broad daylight, that's what tells you that he's alone. But I don't know why I'm trying to figure logic into yeah. <laughs> Home Alone. I'm telling you, man, the bandits thing is what, uh, to me, like, fucks this movie. I like the whole parents leave and, you know, wishing the parents away and and being able to run amok in the house and, oh, my God, I got to go do the shopping, yeah. the grocery shopping. You can eat bowls of ice cream. Yeah. And just, well, what's your third act of that movie the without the bandits? I fuck. I don't know, but I mean, slipping on micro machines. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, none of that is realistic, Travis. Like, well, the kid drew a cram blueprint. It's not about realistic. It's just about. I mean, it's fa- it's fantasy power wish fulfillment. It's just yes. funny. But <sighs> he's getting one better on adults. On adults, adults and that's funny. Get the better of kids, right? So that in this movie, he gets the better. My of problem adults. is really with the editing. I think I think the problem is is it doesn't have comedic editing. I mean, it's obviously very cartoony. Like when they fall, you know, it's I mean, three they'll, they'll pause They're correct. and like look at each other. I mean, it's such a fucking like hammed up yes. version of reality. Mm-hmm. Was that it supposed to take the edge off the violence for the? I think yes. it's very violent. So, yes, it's very violent. I mean, but I, it I'm thinking this up. is the guy who did Gremlins too, which I remember going like, Jesus, for a kids movie, that's like fucking violent. Did Chris what else? What is like he yeah. wrote the original wrote Gremlins. I mean, his was like almost a horror movie. Yeah. It wasn't anything like whatever, but yeah, but yeah, I think. Uh, so I think that slowing down of the editing made it less funny, right? Like, I'm thinking about when Harry pulls the cord. It's <laughs> the iron. I mean, it showed, like, he pulls the cord, 
it shows the iron fall down. He looks up. It's coming down. It hits him on the head. It's like, well, that's like a fucking roadrunner card. It's, but it's, it, but yeah. it's like almost too explanatory, right? Like if he would have pulled it, didn't you know? Then looked up and saw it coming down. Boom! That's funny, right? Because he he pulls something, doesn't notice the light, then looks up. Then you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's yeah, almost more. But it's that. funny that would, for that, kids. That would be funnier. Yeah, than, well, it's funny for him it because it because that's Daniel Stern and he's the dopier one of the burglars, and so he's like. Pulls on this pull cord and the whole light comes out. He's like, uh, yeah. And then looks up and then. Yeah, but, but, but kids, I'm, but but kids aren't that shit. quick. That's yeah. why you got to show the I whole thing. I don't think that. No, well, I remember I this. Are, I remember this in in the theater. Like you hear, like you know, all the mothers and you know and the mothers. You hear. I don't. You don't hear like the guys or the kids. Apparently, you know, from what I remember. But like when that moment happens, you hear everybody go. Ooh! And then, like, you're watching, like, there's a so kind of build-up to laughter, and then the payoff when it actually hits him, because he's standing there like <laughs> Wiley e. Coyote. Yeah. Duh. yeah. Boom. It makes it more cartoonish. Yeah. I think the, well, the, I think the more cartoony funny thing is, like, Travis says, it's the, the cord scene, like, the cord, you know, like, almost, like, wrap around his hand as it's, as he's standing as there, it's yeah. falling, <clears throat> and he doesn't realize He's holding realize the whole it. light bulb, he's like. And he's like, what? And what? then he looks up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is funnier, I think, maybe as an adult. But, I mean, I, I feel like that's what would be in a Roadrunner cartoon. And then you'd hear the... Right. <laughs> right, that's all they needed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah. anvil coming down. Yeah. Yeah. Pull out your sign that says, like, or, like yikes or some shit. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I just right think, before. like, I don't know. I mean, maybe as a kid. I, don't, I can't remember if the comedy really worked on me as a kid. Because I remember really fucking loving this movie as a kid. I, one of the first like movie magazines. How I ever old bought. were you when you saw this movie? I, well, this came out in 1990, so I Jesus. was I was four. I think I was uh, eight. I was eight years old. I mean, did you all see it in 1990 though? Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure I saw, I saw it, it soon thereafter. I saw this and the second one at the theater. Like it was like man- mandatory. The <laughs> so these, yeah. this was speaking directly to you. Oh yeah, to my so, child's so, soul. So, yes, yeah. to my parents. Because <laughs> he's like he's like a little fucking rude kid. He's the yeah. Bart Simpson, right? Yeah. He's this. Mm-hmm. I mean, right yeah. from the get go, it's like yeah. where'd this kid get his like I know, snappy like, the humor? Fuck he says this stuff to his parents, and they're not like get off the phone and the, make me. Why don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. Jesus. He just yeah. gets a, she just smiles kind of like she's on Prozac or something. Like, hey, yeah, she's on lithium. It's Kevin like, today. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've always, but as a kid, I like that. That's I like the rude kid. Right. right. Yeah. Oh, he's talking back to adults? Oh, he's my <laughs> hero. In a weird way, isn't that, once again, what we're talking, it's precise. It, that's probably in his head, right? This probably isn't necessarily out loud. There's Even an argument the that could be made that most of the stuff is his, like... Yeah, but I mean... It's his head. fucking... Right. Because just like just like Ferris Bueller, the type of guy to, like, step out of the movie reality and comment on things, I think this has a little bit of that. You know, why right. else would he, like... Run and run up like to one part of the hallway, screaming, "Stop!" And then turn around. Yeah. I mean, that is like you're screaming to the audience. Oh, yeah. and he did it just for Colin twice. Let's be serious. Mm-hmm. I, I felt it. Colin yeah, I, yeah. Loves I felt it. it. And when he, I was he, there, he does the whole "I made my parents disappear." Looks right at the camera. Does the eyebrow thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there's a lot of. I mean, it's weird. I think John Hughes would have driven that. Home more the different perspectives of him. I think that, I like, just think Chris stuff, Columbus didn't show it the way John Hughes 
What was John Hughes working at? Uh, working on in 1990? Why didn't I think he, he was just producing? Um, Did he do Curly Sue? Nine. Because <laughs> yeah, didn't he do Dutch? Wasn't that his with uh, Ed O'Neill and uh, the kid? It seems like it's it. all it these like, like you know. But I think he just started producing, right? Is that what happens if you're a successful? If you're a successful yeah. director writer, yeah. then you just start producing people to make movies that seem like your movies. Isn't that what you do? That's the Hollywood success story. Curly so. Sue was 91. I didn't know that was his last movie directed. Wow. Wow. John Hughes? Yeah. It's the last movie he directed. That was a rude little girl. <laughs> yeah. Curly Sue. Yeah. Yeah. Sue was a kid in Dutch. I think that's the whole thing. It's like, man, or boy, you got a mouth on you. Blah, blah, blah. I'm so did he do Dutch? Country to, he must have wrote it or something. Uh, yeah. do, 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 do. I think he wrote this a lot. Of find out. He wrote Dutch. He wrote, he wrote Dutch. Dutch. Yeah. Who so directed he's got this it? That was 91. Who directed Dutch? Dutch. It was... Dutch. Don't wait for me. Well, he's got the, the adult uh, child relationship uh, dynamic, I guess. It, well, he understands... I think that he understands yeah. teenagers <clears throat> better than any adult director. I mean... Even like in the, the writer, 80s, the right? 80s were a big boom like teenagers for teenagers and children. That's what his main focus is. Yeah. Is but he writes them as adults. He writes them almost yeah. with his point of view. Yeah. yeah. But remember still in with, a, the, like, with the plight of the teenager, right? That my parents don't get me and I, you know, I feel like well, an that's outcast. Why, that's why he usually makes, uh, like, John Hughes usually writes younger siblings to be smarter than the main character, right? The main character is going through their, like, teenage weird years mm-hmm. yeah. where, like, the younger kid doesn't worry candles. about that. So they're yeah. all, yeah, so they're all kind of, like, genius. And Everybody like forgot Kevin, birthday. Like Classic. Yeah. <laughs> Peter, like Peter Feynman directed Dutch. Oh. His only other real claim to fame was directing Crocodile Dundee. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Wait, Crocodile Dundee was first. Yes, in 86. Dutch Come was to in America, we'll make you a big star. <laughs> big we give you Dutch. <laughs> you had a thought. Okay, we don't yeah. give you anything anymore. But uh, that's why Kevin says those, like, just, like, silly, they're not stupid because they're clever. Like, it's, they're just so funny to hear them as an adult. Like, when he's like, this house is so full of people. It makes me sick. When I grow up and get married, I'm living alone. Like it's. <laughs> yeah, he's eight years old. And he's I know, and he's like, about... that's definitely an adult thought. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's like John Hughes, like have, being at home and like being frustrated and being like, "Well, I'm just writing this for this character because <laughs> yeah. this is gonna." Yeah, it's it's therapeutic, probably. Yeah, I, I think the whole writing process come out of like a kid's mouth. I yeah. think is funny. I I mean, I, I not for everybody, but <laughs> I just find leave the it room? hilarious. What the? I, you know, you know what we haven't even mentioned is like when we're talking about Kevin's point of view of stuff. When he sees that goddamn furnace, like that thing comes alive, and it's like a horror movie. Like it's it's yeah. Kevin. That's another thing that leads you to think the like, whole movie is from his. Perspective. Yeah, I mean that was it definitely just, a that's it's, yeah. and that's interesting <laughs> because I mean it's it's the it's the difference between you know his adult lines that are obviously written from an adult given to a child to say versus like understanding that like kids. I mean John Hughes understands that when kids go down in the basement, they're scared for reasons like the furnace is scary and they think it's a monster. You know, I mean there's things like that. And when you're home alone and like when what, what Travis, what you had mentioned while we were watching is 
This kid still thinks that he wished his parents away. Yeah, he doesn't. Like, yeah, he has no fucking idea. His well, like, okay, but there. The, oh, well, I was trying to go along with that, but when he first sees his mom, he just kind of stands there looking at her. So I'm like, is he sitting there going like, I can't believe she is she really real? But we haven't seen anything to the effect that you know he's having delusions or anything prior to this. I mean, I know you're saying well, he the wished movie her is back from his the point night of before. view. Yeah, he wishes her back, and she's there, and he's staring at her, and so she looks at him and she says, "Kevin." And she's like, I'm sorry. And then he smiles. And then I'm like, so are, are we reading this like... No, he knows that they left him no, home. He no. wished her back. No, For he sure. Think, no. For sure. He no, wished her he back. He makes that yeah. wish that night. Like, Christmas the thing Eve, that solidifies right? it for him is like, their cars are there. They didn't go to the airport. Because... And like, he asks, like, I don't think they hammered that he, point. And he's worried. If it is, they didn't. Because he, yeah. he's like, where's the rest of them? You know, he wished his whole family back. Yeah, yeah. Only his mother came back. Yeah. But the fact yeah. that he sat there and he waited for her to, like, say, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. And it's like, well, you fucking wished her away. Like, how come they, I mean, I guess but to sell guys, it, it would have been people. like, I can't believe, you know, like, you're back, you know? Right, there would have been an, to, an astonishment you know, yeah. having, I wished her back. Yeah, because we didn't have that. That's right. why it kind of reads like he knew they were gone, I and think it's her he played fault that it they as left. that he wished it, but so deep down, he the knows apology. they left. Well, but what about that scene right before? Whatever gets you to bed at well, Yeah, because <laughs> he's, he's, he's sitting in his parents' bed, and he says, all I want for Christmas is for my parents to come back. Like, that's his wish, you know? And he says that to Santa, too, when he goes to see Santa. This yeah, he a, believes in fucking Santa Claus. This is a kid that thinks that he wished his parents away. That's what I think. I think it yeah. would be better that way. It is what happened. I think it's Chris's, Chris Columbus's directing of a Johnny Hughes script. That, uh, well, that's, a why I think, that's why I think it middles, I, it middles in that point. Yeah. It doesn't go one way or the other. I bet you they shot both. My perception with the, the the rest of the family not being there is, like, he wished for his whole family to be back. He uh, got his mom back, and then he asked her, he's like, where's everyone else? And she's like, oh, baby, they couldn't come. They wanted to. And, you know, he, you know, it seemed like he was content with that, but it didn't even matter because within three seconds, you know, they walked through the door. And I think he's surprised because it's like, oh, the rest of my wish came through. And she's surprised. She's like, how the fuck did they get here? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just came in the house like 10 I've been minutes traveling ago. since I left them at the airport. And so they the thing, just show up. The only thing I, that they should have done is had the guy from uh, Plane Trains and Auto. Not just John Candy. <laughs> they should have had the character <laughs> crossover from playing trains uh, and automobiles. Yeah. You know, it's weird that I was thinking, like, that scene where John Candy shows up and he's doing the thing about the polka. And, polka like, you know, it's like, no, you know, it's polka. from this. And, he, yeah, he's naming off all the polka tunes. And it just keeps going and going. And I'm like, this is, like, ahead of its time, right? I mean, that that is the kind of comedy that came along with Judd Apatow and I suppose the you know, improv. Yeah, yeah. That where we just keep going and then who's the, polka? You Kiss know, me polka. That makes it funny if we just keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Well, and it, I mean, it also has the underlying sold about six hundred and seventy. The idea that this this lady is desperate and he just wants to talk about himself. Like, <laughs> and like, she, she just needs help, and, and he's just and, talking and, about. And himself. these are songs. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't. Yeah, she, she doesn't, doesn't care. care at all. She, yeah, she uh, just needs to get home, and he's just talking about his polka band. Yeah, she'll entertain his music when she's in the band when they're driving. Like before then, yeah, she does not care. Let's at get all. on the road. He's rambling. Yeah, yeah. 
I think they drive all through Christmas Eve also, don't they? I like think they so, don't actually yeah. have a gig on Christmas Eve. No, but no. they do apparently spend 48 weeks out of the year like on the road. <laughs> yeah. Like, they travel a lot. It's big. That's one of the best. It's big in Sheboygan. One of the best comedic monologues ever is John Candy's. When ever. He's, when he's talking about. Right there in the sand. <laughs> well, when he's talking about his son and like, oh, no, <laughs> well, we've never left him alone at home. Well, we left him at a funeral morgue. Oh, oh my God. Oh, yeah. The kids hours. are resilient. It was know? pretty bad. Left him all alone with the corpse. But just with the corpse. Just with the corpse all day. All day. <laughs> he, you know, he got over. He started, after about six or seven weeks, he started yeah. talking again. He started again. talking, talking again. again. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> it's just so awesome. Kids awful. are resilient funny like that. They're it's resilient. Funny. It's so much worse than <laughs> anything that happens in this movie. It's funny. <laughs> like, poor kids Kevin. Kids are resilient like that. Kevin just eats garbage and watches rubbish. Uh, yeah, he yes. eats cheese pizza and well, ice he, cream and macaroni and cheese. Well, his he's words. refuting that. He refers to uh, this garbage. Eats rubbish. Yeah, he eats rubbish. He <laughs> calls it out in the. Like, You'd think it'd be like an <laughs> '80s slasher movie instead of a '40s gangster movie. <laughs> you know, you would just think, right? Yeah, I'm sure anybody's parents would be like, "Yeah, you want to watch this movie from the '40s? Go for it." <clears throat> You know? Yeah, they didn't have squibs in the forties. I don't know what that movie's doing. <laughs> what is it, Uncle Frank? If Uncle Frank, if Uncle Frank says it's you can't watch it, it must be really bad. But they just don't like. It. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I wonder first, if that was the one. Was that the movie? Yeah, I would, maybe, I would yeah. think so. Like he would go for that one first because yeah. they said I couldn't watch it. I'm gonna fucking watch yeah. it. Uncle Frank seems to have that old-fashioned sensibility that he would like old gangster movies. Yeah. It's weird, though. Like, I, And that does seem like an Uncle Frank movie versus a John Hurd movie. Yes. As that character. Fuck, um, John Hurd's in this movie. Yeah, John, John Hurd is in this movie. Great John Hurd. And he's not drunk or a cop. It's amazing. Right? Yeah. yeah. Famous Shark such Nado's, movies as Sharknado. Uh, uh, John Hurd. Big. The very charmed. Dead. Uh, cat people. Big. Deceived. Sure. Yeah, big. That's what I'm thinking. Big. When I think of John. <laughs> yeah. Would you rather? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? yeah. A long, long list. Um, Fantastic films. John heard before he got bloated as hell and yeah. fell off the wagon. Well, see, I was thinking. I was when I was watching Home Alone. I was thinking of him and Would You Rather, and I'm like, Jesus. Hey, so healthy in this movie. Not so much. He just looks he's old. No, it's probably. I mean, come on. His part is like nothing. It we, is. What do you know about the dad? Well, you don't need him. Really he left know. the garage. What door do you know about the mom? Home. She just exactly. needs to get home. Well, he fills the character of a dad point. pretty much to a T. I'd say. <laughs> yeah, you just no. have to be. You just have to exist in the scene. He's, He's like, just like My whatever. Agent sent That's, me up this. That's all. It's take the dad. Would you just leave your wife in an international airport, though? Would you do that? Well, why not? She got to. You have obligations. You got to go to the. You gotta take all the kids. Yeah, you can't, can't leave, leave all the kids in the apartment. Yeah. You got two brothers. His idea did seem sound. Like have an actual landline that the cops can call you at. Right, and they can call us. I understand yeah. that. I understand that. But if your wife is insistent on staying in an international airport, she could stay there. <laughs> yeah, she's not well, staying okay. there. She's gonna get on a plane and go back home. Yeah, and then you are when, going to she's on standby. Like, when is she gonna get on a plane? She doesn't know. He doesn't know. He's gonna. She's gonna get on a plane before he does. I can't imagine a worse fate than doing an international flight to France and then having to turn around and fly right back. Ugh. Like, I can't spend two hours on a no. plane versus 
what? What were we saying? Like eight, ten hours? Yeah, somewhere crazy. I've had a sixteen-hour flight before. Jesus H. She was willing to get a private plane. A private plane. Twenty-four hours on a plane. Do they have beds on that plane? She's balling. Booze. Yeah, they got booze. I was in the military. I didn't even have seats. <laughs> well, I, you, didn't I would take, you didn't get to jump out of that plane, did you? Dude, it was rough. <laughs> I, I would rather lay down. We, on a we laid on crates and we loved it. Yeah, Dude, there was mean? no room for anything because all our equipment was in the middle of the plane. So we're all like lined up around the. Oh, fucking shit. Uh, yeah, for a long time. Do you have a bench? It wasn't 16 hours straight because we stopped in Germany. But oh, well. Still. <laughs> Still. And all the while you knew you were going to Afghanistan. Yeah. It was a long play. Uh, it's fun. But, uh, so yeah, all that stuff you're talking about, like, well, you don't know anyway, because that's taken up by the fucking burglar shit. I really think they didn't need all the waiting outside of the house. Really, for the burglars, they only needed the opening scene of him being the cop. Then they could have just shown up in the third act. You don't fucking... That's people oh, you yeah, don't but, need. Well, you They're there just scream the and get fucking... Yeah. <laughs> Your movie would have been like, uh, what, 75 minutes long? No, so. yes. Had, now we're talking. There would have been like... Because like, like I said, the mother... We only flashed back to her just so she could talk to random <clears throat> people at desks and say, I have to go home. My son's home alone. That's it. Mm-hmm. So we have to have that because so think we have about to establish it. We, that she cares. So you think about it. We kept going back to the mom just mm-hmm. to say there's home alone, and we she kept cares. going and we kept going back to the the thieves just to be like, yeah, 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 I know this neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the For Kevin story. Two fucking days they just wander around doing. That. The Kevin story is the only. They're knocking off the other hearts. actual thing. Like the yeah. Anybody's developing this yeah, movie. Beca- well, because right? it's it's like it's like setting you know it's like Dawn of the, the uh, Dawn of the Dead being set in the shopping mall. What would you do if you had an entire shopping mall at your disposal? Right. This is you know for kids. You've got an entire house. You've got to be the man of the house. You got to do all. You got to go grocery shopping. You gotta you know whatever. Get the Christmas tree. Well, fucking guy decides that on his. <clears throat> that's what's weird about this movie is he runs amok for. A fucking day, and then he's like, "I'm gonna get mature now." Yeah, I'm, I've learned well, my he, lesson. He the, the house, yeah. he destroys the house, and it's like I'm responsible for this. He grows up, he gains like you know. A, well, because yeah, he gets some, something happens. What happens that makes the change? Well, he gets the the he's old man hiding under the bed. The old, is that the what old makes him yeah, like it is. I'm gonna no, I need a man up. I'm sitting right. here hiding under the bed. The old man scares him, and the cop comes knocking at the door, and he's scared for both of those. He's like, only a wimp would hide under the bed. I'm the man of the house now. And that's when he decides, he's like, I gotta take care of shit. And when does he, when he steals the toothbrush, something happens to The old man. Like, I think that was before... Well, he's like, I'm a criminal. Like, he, right. he's making these, like, not to put too much into Home Alone, but he's, like, making these internal decisions right. about his character uh, yeah. at that moment. Because he has to be responsible, right? Yeah. Well, he's like, from the law. Yeah, yeah. Because he doesn't care stealing from his older brother in the beginning, and, you know. What the fuck was the significance of the old man's hand being bandaged up and bloodied? Just and scary. And then when he shakes... Kevin's hand, then there's the band-aid on it, and it's blood. I'm like, what the fuck like, is they the make meaning? A, they fuck? make a point of sure showing it. it up, Dude, old, well, old men just, like, they're... But it's showing... It's, it's almost... My grandpa's it's, hands it's metaphorical. <laughs> like, it's showing the bloody... Stigmata. Right, yeah. No, it's it's like the metaphorical, like, it's bloody, and it's just wrapped haphazardly, and it's scary. Versus... When he later, when the, you know, the mystique of the old man, where, you know, he's talked to him, he's not so scary, 
Then he's just got a bandaged hand. And he's yeah, fine. then he didn't get the. That's the another cut perception from thing. Him. Right. Chris yeah. Columbus doesn't yeah. like yeah. pull yeah. off. It's just the transition. Point, he's a serial killer, right? When he when the guy when you see his feet come in, he's like doing yeah. that serial killer lumber yeah, until the, the shot cuts the other way. Yeah, you can also so. chalk and that up as soon as you see his boots. Like when he walks into that pharmacy, you know who it's going to be. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can also chalk it up too. We've been talking about Kevin's perspective on yeah. certain things in this. That could also be another one of those. I things. guess so, right? It's like Chris Columbus does not. Pull out, like, I, he doesn't I'm commit convinced to it. that, yeah, this guy is like, he can't do a John Hughes movie. He doesn't get the fucking. <laughs> it's different. Yeah. It has a different tone, but I think it's more of like a. Also, it's a, it's a Christmas movie, so it has like that kind of heightened sense of reality for being a Christmas movie, too, you know? I mean, there's always a bit of fantasy in that Christmas film. Like Christmas I spirit. Think. Have we yeah. talked about the Christmas. John Williams score? This, oh, no. No, not at all. It's really a really good score. <laughs> it's magical. It is. <laughs> it's Christmas magic. I will say. Is that John Williams? Oh, uh, no, I was going to say. Is that like his only Christmas? He did the Harry Potter, the Christmas Harry Potter uh, movie. That's a pretty decent Christmasy uh, score, too, I think. Yeah. It's magical. Yeah. Well, that's why you get John Williams. Yeah. He makes Just, magical you want magic? scores. It's John Williams. Yeah. Did he do- Give him another Oscar. He, did he do the uh, scores when Chris Columbus did the Harry Potter movies? I want to say he's I'd either say so. done them all or his music has been used by other people. But I want to say well, he did it, at least the first three or four. I'll say for sure. So. At least the okay. first two. Well, I mean, even if he did just the first two, like every time the movies progressed, the music's like the... How much you want to bet Jerry Goldsmith followed him? Well, I mean, I'm not saying that's not true, but like, I mean, but he creates, right? But he creates a theme, which is therefore like there's Harry's theme and all this stuff. It's the theme. They carry on and they progress and they transform. Yeah, the theme to Harry Potter and the the theme from this to me sounded, you know, similar. I mean, John Williams, Scott, yeah, yeah, same elements. Superman, Star Wars, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I've been watching Superman and Star Wars for 30 years, and sometimes when I'm singing one, I go into the other without yes. realizing it. <laughs> yeah, I don't just, know how. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's certain lines, and it's like, oh, that hooks right into that. It's, yeah. always, when, it. it's always when it goes into the uh, the soft part of Superman. When it goes into the soft part of the Superman, I'll go into the soft part of Star Wars. You know, yeah. I'll go, instead of doing the. <laughs> I have totally done that. <laughs> and then, and then, Back to the Future pops up in there. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, like, oh fuck, I'm in this now. Alan Silvestri. <laughs> yeah, it does. Going out of, yeah. out of, yeah. out of composer. So fuck, should we start wrapping? Uh, no, we, we gotta go to. Uh, we gotta summon Igor for the mailbag. Igor, where art thou? Masters, masters, the mail. I've got the mail. So many letters. Our followers are rising, rising. Uh, thanks, Igor. As I mentioned before, you can get a hold of us Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show or Twitter at Sat Freak Show. Uh, Dom Cree writes in on Twitter. This crap is timeless. Don't deny it. Everything up to Richie Rich, Rich was a masterpiece. Of kids <laughs> fun. I like Dom. Yes. What am I agreeing with? Crap or timeless? Dom Cree just gets to don't deny Dom it. Dom Cree. <laughs> timeless. I'm sending you. I'm sending you an Box of airwave high five. 
<laughs> Airway 55. Uh, Nick Hammond says, This has become a holiday favorite for the kids in the house. I remember this movie being pretty big back when I was growing up. Had the video game and the voice recorder. Video I say, see the first. Uh, that's in the second one. Forget the yeah, sequel. The talk boys. I yeah. could agree with that. I still, I I still got the that. Home Alone 2 Game Boy what, game. You agree with yeah. see the first and forget the sequels? I don't really. I, I mean, I've, in Home Alone 2. I've seen Home Alone 2 is still good. The second Just one. Just hear me the out. The still good. Okay. <laughs> you like the bending bad part two. <laughs> part two is funny, but I am completely content with just the first one. I don't need the sequels. Well, speaking of part twos, Nick also says about our Critters 2 episode, since we were talking about killer Easter Bunny movies, he recommends... Oh, he saw a movie about a killer Easter Bunny, but he does not recommend it. It's called <laughs> Beaster Day. Beaster oh, Day. Oh, boy. Beaster what? Day. There's a picture... You should appreciate that, That's Travis. It. I'm watching. Beaster Day. Uh, it should have. It couldn't have been called like. Couldn't have been called like Beaster Sunday or something like that. Like a better title. Beaster Day. Yeah. yeah. Easter Day. He says yeah. don't, Sunday. Don't, what was that? Oh, what was that one I showed you on YouTube? Uh, uh, Easter casket. Easter casket. Beaster Day. It should yeah, be dude. fun. Yeah. Easter casket. Happy bunnies and the killers and the things. We will make it. It'll be good. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. All right. So Home Alone wrap ups begin with. Brent. Brent. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, Home Alone is definitely, uh, it's a film that I've seen numerous times from the ripe old age of 10 years old. I remember seeing it in the theater. I remember laughing my ass off. <clears throat> I remember it's something that my brothers and sister. And I, we would watch like numerous times over and over, definitely during the holidays. Uh, it was like an instant, you have to buy this, right? I mean, when Home Alone came out in video, and I think like, maybe somebody was saying that last time they said it was on VHS, but I think it was like the original copy I had or we had was on VHS. But I think that the stunts, you know, I think they're still funny. I think they do hold up. I think they're cartoonish and I think they need to be I think uh, Travis makes some good points about how they could be funnier but I think also like just seeing like, like seeing Joe Pesci in this role is <laughs> a lot of fun for me because like I know him from like Goodfellas and Casino where he's you know he's the my Italian cousin Vinny. mobster my he did do my cousin Vinny, Vinny. Yeah, he's more of a cartoon he's the that. right yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's super still the Italian, I mean, like, yeah his you know, like, comedy uh, stuff this this he just seems more like a, a generic burglar cat burglar, but um, I think that the way that he and and uh, uh, Danny what is Daniel Stern Dan Daniel, Daniel Stern. Stern thank you the way that they that they play off of each other I think is classic um, and I, like even like when I say cartoon characters are you know like there's that scene where they walk past the front window and you see their silhouettes in the curtain. And like you have the big lanky guy and the short kind of stocky guy, and I'm just like, man, that that might as well be animated. It's so it, it almost looks it's yeah. like two Scooby Doo villains creeping yeah. past one. Yeah, like well, it's like Mario and Luigi. Yeah, like. it's that too. It's definitely it's like the opposites that mm -hmm. just like are the perfect duo, um, and everything that they go through, it is extremely violent. And but it's also you know, I mean, at no time do you feel like they're in any sort of actual peril or their lives are threatened. Even though 
as Jenny pointed out, like, did you point that out? I don't know, maybe during the movie, but like, there is, like, if this were real life, they would have both died. Oh, for sure. Oh, they'd be dead. For, they, they <laughs> yeah, there's a video online of like nurses and doctors actually like analyzing the injuries they went through. So somebody like, had to There's on. no way these people would have made it out there's of no this fun house alive. Yeah. It's even better in the second one when they get bricks thrown at their heads. Yeah, yeah, a brick from a four-story building. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's gonna either break your neck or you're gonna have a, you're gonna be concussed or dead or something. But um, I think that uh, I think over the years, I think Home Alone and Home Alone Two, dare I say, have uh, found their place. And like you know, I remember TNT used to have like the new classics. I think that uh, Home Alone One and Two. Specifically, Home Alone One though is like it's a new classic for a holiday film. It's something that you watch along the same lines as Christmas Vacation. You know, it's something that I think everybody, or maybe not, maybe I'm generalizing that, but like people in my circles, my type of friends, I guess, watch Home Alone every Christmas. You know? I've known people who've made the it's, the. It's like uh, making a trip to Mecca. They've like gone to the house. Oh yeah, during Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Which just was on the market. Has yeah. it sold? I don't know. Yeah. Can we put that on our Amazon? Like if somebody buys the house, we get a kickback from that? Can we do that? That'd be yeah. great. That would be awesome. Yes, please. It's probably on eBay. Though. If you buy probably. the house through our Amazon, just click there first. first. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think it's, you know, it's your, it's your, uh, it's your classic tale of a boy that's left at home during Christmas time and has to foil two robbers and set up a bunch of booby traps in his house and then... Wait, that's a classic That old tale? chestnut. Yeah. yeah. That <laughs> old chestnut. Oh, oh you mean Home Alone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and it, it is, like, it is unique in that, you know, um, like Travis was saying, like, there's not a lot of films like this besides the other four films that apparently were made about oh, oh, a kid being Home Alone. they're not like but well, yeah, the second one is, but the rest of them, I don't think, uh, hit the right comedic beats or the they don't have the the heart. This this movie has a heart. This kid just you know he learns a lesson, and there's the B story with the old man across the street. It's all great. It's it's good. Um, I would say yeah. If obviously you've seen it, if you're not living under a hole or a rock somewhere. I live under, under a, a hole. hole. In a hole. In a hole. <laughs> I'm so fucking poor. I live under a hole. <laughs> under the hole. <laughs> In a hole, under it's a rock. It's like a Roger Rabbit movie. Jeez. He's under the hole. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I would definitely recommend it. Oh, I boy. recognize that there is a large audience for this movie. <laughs> a lot of people who think very fondly of it. I fucking hate this movie. I've hated this movie. I have avoided seeing this successfully, mind you. Avoided avoided seeing this movie since 1990, Jenny. On my mission to never fucking see this piece of shit again in my life. There has been two movies that we've watched on this freak show where I sat there, like, sitting like, I should go up. I I just fucking want to go up and have a cigarette, but that'd be rude. I'm going to sit here and fucking stick it out. Monster in the Closet? No, no. Mean Guns. Mean Guns. Mean Guns. Oh, There's yeah. Mean Guns. I'm so worried they're going to be two of my There's movies. Mean Guns I love and fucking Home Alone. <laughs> no, I love it. I'm so I hate this kid. Mean He's guns. a repugnant little fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> From the very moment that we meet him, he's supposed to be lovable. I hate him. He's awful, awful little kid. And he's, the, you know, 
and he's left alone. It's like, good, fucking leave him alone. Like, he deserves to be left alone. He's a little piece of shit. <laughs> and then, of course, like, you know, like, uh, everything, he's the smartest fucking kid in the world, and, you know, he, nothing can foil <laughs> the kid. He's brilliant. So it's, were you a bitter adult when you first saw Colin, this? No, Colin, no, was- I guess that's the thing. I was, I, this does not relate to me at all. Like, I saw this, and I'm like, I, it doesn't connect on any level. The comedy seems... It's, like, non-existent. It's just, like, it's hit people over the head with frying pans and shit. The funniest thing was probably the John Candy bits. When John Candy was there. So, I don't know if that's attributing the writing to, like, they knew they had John Candy, and so they'd angle it toward his performance. Or was that John Candy? Or if it was John Candy. I don't know. But, yeah, he's the funniest guy in the movie. Everything else is, like, just watching people get, like, hit with shit, and it's like... (sighs) And that's, like, the last, you know... 40 minutes of the 30 minutes of the movie last half right the first half is this fucking annoying little piece of shit running up to the camera and screaming at you every five minutes i'm sure every five minutes he's screaming in the mirror this is supposed to be cute and adorable and it's like ah for the love of god so colin can you can i ask you to kind of clear your head for just a moment. I've been doing that for like would the last... You, uh, would like, you? I, I, hey, I've been holding it in for like, you know, this whole... <laughs> I've been trying to be civil as... shaking right now. <laughs> yeah. Would I you, fucking hate this movie. Okay, I'll let you finish your rap. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to ask you, would you rather watch Return of the Killer Tomatoes or... <laughs> oh, well. I just listened to that podcast today. <laughs> I'm sorry. No fucking contest. <laughs> He's like, it's Return fucking of the Killer, killer Tomatoes. tomatoes. Oh. Yeah. No, I mean, I, yeah, I really do hate this fucking movie. I mean, like, I cannot stand well, it. Well, said he I, hated it's, the Return of the Killer Tomatoes. It's one of those things where, like, well, yeah, because yeah. Return of the Killer Tomatoes is, like, an inept movie. No. It's inept. No, it's okay, not. Well, it's, oh, my, like, my God. Wrap-up. It's not is, art, folks. I know. It's just not art. It's a movie. It's just not. And this is my fucking. opinion. My, my wrap-up. You get the, you'll well, re- get your wrap-up. Your ra- how many wrap-ups? What's he gonna do? Oh, I'm well, still continuing. I, 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 I got interrupted. Still <laughs> well, you were wrapping up Killer Tomatoes last well, night. Was fucking she here. fucking <laughs> brought it into the thing. Oh, okay, just wrap up the whole Well, alone. I'm saying my 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 opinion then on Killer Tomatoes is that it's enough. Home Alone isn't. It's like competently done. Somehow that's worse. You know, in my mind, it's like you. you so you got a good score. You got like. Uh, it, uh, directing is like okay, and know. the uh, the you know it's like it was just intentionally vapid. It's made for eight year olds, and I'm not eight, so fuck Home Alone, <laughs> fuck it, fuck this movie. <laughs> I think Colin was born full formed so, with his black heart and soul. For thirty year old man, I believe he was <laughs> just full formed. Nothing in after about fucking joy. <laughs> All right, Kill Travis, I'm sorry. I just I Jesus listened, Christ, I just listened to that podcast and I he we can't said he talk was about <laughs> we can't talk about other fucking podcasts during okay, the podcast. I just I was just this is why I just I got to present it. an ultimatum. So home alone. <laughs> I mean. I remember seeing it in theaters, and as a kid, I was—I thought yeah. it was a nice, it was an event. It was, you go to the theater, I remember this movie looks good on the big screen, because of the color, because of the house, because of, this Lights. movie looks good on the big screen. Dude, when, when Catherine O'Hara screams, Kevin! When she realizes, Kevin! yeah, dude, that looks really good on the big screen. I, but I think seeing it on home video, 
so fucking many. You know, because when you're a kid and you like a movie, you fucking watch it, right? Like day and day and day, over you know, and over, and over. over and over again, dude. I remember Ninja Turtles, Ninja Turtles Two, Home Alone, Hook, <laughs> fucking Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, constant loops, constant loops in my fucking VCR, right? So. You know, and once you do that, you start to build, like, a filter <laughs> of, you know, all this shit you watch. So I haven't seen this in, like, 20 years. And I really wanted to see it in theaters. I wanted to take my nephew because I was just like, holy shit, my nephew would fucking totally dig this. You know, kid home alone. And I think he fucking would because I like the kid perspective of it. Uh, I think some people, <laughs> I'm not going to say who. <laughs> Jenny. No, yeah, okay. Jenny. Jenny. No, I'm not. <laughs> Context clues. Sometimes it's hard for adults to see a perspective <laughs> of children. You know, it's hard to... that You automatically, oh, this is fucking stupid. It's for this. It's like, well, that's because somehow you forgot that, what it was like to be a child. You forgot that, you know. She did not. She was giddy through this entire She movie. was very giddy. <laughs> and, I don't know, I've always liked that internalizing, whether it be of... Uh, uh, I always... I think this whole thing goes back to the many loves of Dobie Gillis, where the character fucking talks to the screen and talks to himself about every scene that's going on. That way, you get a little inside the dude's head. Plus, it's kind of funny, right? That you can, like, comment to shit going on around you. And this doesn't necessarily go outside the box like that, but I think it still does. And, I mean, I've always thought those were type of... I. It's it's the burglary at the end that fucking just. <laughs> That's the best. Part, it just though. kills me. It just like kill. I like the build up to it and all that shit. It's unrealistic. I you mean, just have to live. My it favorite like part of the movie is basically once you get to. Once you get to, like, Christmas Eve, that's when he really starts to, like, miss his family. He doesn't give a fuck about his family until it's Christmas Eve and he yep. sees everybody with their families and blah, 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 you know. And. You know, that's very nice and emotional. Um, I don't necessarily know if I need the old man in there. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of little stuff to this movie that kind of, I guess, gets in the way of... I mean, maybe that was the point. Maybe they only had what Kevin could do and the stunts at the end. So they're like, uh, what are we going to do? We're gonna, well, we're going to visit fucking the thieves a few times. Or he's going to run into the old man a few times. Uh, yeah. Even their characterization there with him, like, you know, I mean, like, he goes home and sees the, you know, the, the other people having a better Christmas than him and misses him. It's like, you're missing, I mean, you're saying it's emotional, but it's just kind of one of those things where they show, you know, this, and we feel it, but it's like, the, I don't get that the kid is actually, like, experiencing yeah, this. For sure, because he's, like, slowly walking by the church. Yeah, he's 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 walks with his head down. down. But that's what a movie is. He is a pretty good actor. I left that out of my wrap-up. I want to say that Macaulay Culkin, for being fucking 12 years old or whatever the hell he was when he made this, is pretty good. Very good, I would say, for taking direction. So, I mean, as much as I dog on it, I just dog on it because, uh, much like the the family thing I was talking about earlier, how familiarity breeds contempt when you can, like, dissect something over and over again and be like, well, I wouldn't have done it this way, or they should have done it this way, or sure. this would have been a little bit more fun. So I've just dissected this fucking movie to death my whole life, and... Uh, but I'll still recommend it just based on, if you haven't fucking seen it, you just got to see it just because uh, I wouldn't call it a classic. It would be a classic 
if there wouldn't have been a two, three, four, five. You know, if this movie stood on its own, boom, this would be. If it wasn't a classic, would have would there have been a two, three, four, and five? Well, well, they make that, sequels that to non-classics yeah, all the time. Just, yeah, so that just means it makes money. Okay. There's fucking ten Puppet Masters. Okay. And, those are and none classics. of those are classics. <laughs> <laughs> this one's got to be on, like, the AFI top. Whatever. It's got to be. Home Alone? I'm sure. For comedies or something? For something, I'm sure it is. If, if, it's if there was a top comedy, ten Christmas Chris- movies list... It's for sure Christmas. This has got to be, like, nine or ten. And I at least appreciate... Next year, Krampus. Right, Krampus? Oh, hopefully, right? But, and I still appreciate, like, the Looney Tunes type humor, you know, because what Colin calls just, like, people hitting each other. It's like, eh, but it's, you know, that's fucking Looney Tunes humor. It's yeah. slapping people in the face. It's fucking hitting people with paint buckets, and that's I liked you Looney Tunes funny. when I was, like, ten. See, but that's the problem. Adults wrote that. What are you talking about? Adults wrote all those funny, <laughs> funny, funny jokes, man. They weren't <laughs> kids writing those fucking, fucking jokes and animating. Uh, the foot and the nail thing is still hilarious, though. <laughs> like, just that slow weep. <laughs> that's brilliant, dude. That's, like, as much as I, like, like I said, as soon as I get to the burglary, I'm like, oh, fuck, this movie needs to just wrap the fuck up. You know, I'm done with that. take your shoes like, off? Just, yeah. But, man, the, the step on the nail, that's... Did you know the, the ornaments crazy. that he steps on when that he comes in through the window? It's, uh, it's all candy. That's fine. So, it's I really Makes sense. It's candy. Makes sense. So that that inflection from Daniel Stern, that's uh acting. Acting. Wow. I know. That was a call. Daniel Stern's one of the best uh it's one of the best parts of this movie, as far as I'm concerned. But uh um I I like this movie um very much. Um it's I, I was growing up at a time where, you know, this kinda this movie hit me at the right time as a child, um and it's Stuck with me ever since. I choose not to really dissect this movie. I mean, I realize everything we've been saying about it. Like, uh, obviously, I mean, you know, everybody in this movie is an had idiot. We talk for an hour. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we just, uh, but you know, I choose not to like, you know, just obviously there's, you know, stuff about this. The, the, you know, the criminals, they're idiots and just, it is, but it's, it's cartoony. I, I, I still found it funny watching it this many years later. Um, it's definitely one of my go-to Christmas movies. Um, I haven't seen it in a couple of years, actually, so it was nice to actually see it again. Um, I definitely recommend it. What? (laughs) Uh, I would, I definitely recommend it. Um, uh, yeah, I had fun watching it again. I recommend it. Home Alone. Pardon me, listeners. Need a refill. (laughs) Dead air. Get a refill. (laughs) Dead air. (laughs) Dead air, dead Thank air. you, Igor. I'll just fill this up, Igor. <laughs> well, I love this movie, obviously. I chose it. I watch it every Christmas. Um, sometimes, sometimes on the, the off-season, too. I just love this movie. And um, I think it's hilarious. I Obviously, the robbery, like, everything you said, Travis, is on point, And I know you don't get... Like the robbery. Oh, I get thing. it. Oh, I know. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. But like the robbery thing doesn't sit well with you. But it's just it's not realistic at all, and it it just cracks me the fuck up. It just does. Um, and a huge, uh, a huge thing that makes me love this movie is because 
Daniel Stern looks just like my dad, and it just cracks me the fuck up because he's just a fucking idiot in this movie. And it just, oh my god, it just makes me laugh so much. Jelly and Whitney, if you are listening, please write into the Saturday Night Freak Show and let everyone know that this is a true statement. Daniel Stern looks just like my dad, but um, but yes, I love this movie. It's my favorite Christmas movie, so that's why I chose it. My Christmas pick of the season, so. There you go. I highly recommend it. So that's Home Alone on the Saturday Night Freak Show. And again, you can find us on SaturdayNightFreakShow.blogspot.com and iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and more. Next week, Travis is going to be choosing the movie. Travis is going to pick... I don't think we did a good enough job on our Halloween pick, so I'm going back. We're going to watch Spookies. So that's next week on the Saturday Night Freak Show. And until then, the basement is going dark. Can't wait to watch that movie.